0: Listening to America's com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening.
1: Good morning. Welcome to the Business Hour. I'm Ron Camacho, your host. And today, the topic at hand is essentially dream homes, uh, homes and home building. And in the U.S., uh, and this may be true in a lot of other countries, but particularly here in the U.S., and particularly in the Atlanta Metro market, where america's web radio is based there are lots of options for a, a homeowner if you're looking to buy uh, a new home uh, from two hundred fifty thousand dollars to five million dollar plus uh, there are quality homes that are currently being built uh, the economy is uh, improving so that we're seeing a few more homes being built uh, maybe many more homes in some cases and it's a highly competitive market, but there is one builder that uh, certainly stands out in my mind as building superior or at least high quality. Uh, we don't want to uh, uh, diminish uh, the quality of a few other home builders, but really very high quality homes in, in highly livable neighborhoods, um, which is another dimension, uh, and we'll talk about that with my guest today, Shane Roach of Brightwater, and I'm very pleased uh, to have you as my guest this morning. Shane, thanks for uh, joining us.
2: Excellent. Thanks, Ron. Appreciate being here. Um, Do do you agree
1: with that statement, Shane? Is this a a market that might have a few more options uh, than most cities uh, in the country in terms of... um, uh, lower end, not necessarily low end, but at the lower end of the spectrum, you can get a pretty good home for $250,000 in in metro Atlanta, but you can also get a $25 million home. Uh, Is this a a highly
2: competitive market? It is. Um, Yeah, you're right. There's a wide spectrum of uh, price ranges, I guess, available to folks in the Atlanta market, not just a wide spectrum of price ranges, but a wide spectrum of people building those homes. Um, Atlanta, more so than many of the major cities in the United States, is a very, what I would call, fractured building market. In other words, there are many, many, many small construction companies here in Atlanta building homes it's sort of a legacy holdover from a period of time when it didn't require a business license or a, or a uh, professional license to be a builder in Atlanta. That's changed in the last decade, um, which has narrowed the uh, the builder segment quite a bit, but still a tremendous amount of people in the home construction business here in Atlanta. In fact, um,
1: later in the show I want to get into talking about uh, the army of some contractors that any home builder, uh, works with, uh, my impression is that, uh, Brightwater works with some of the absolutely highest quality craftspeople. And there are certifications now, uh, for all these different, uh, craftspeople. Uh, and, and so it's, uh, levels of certification, uh, and multiple combinations of, uh, uh, certified, literally certified, uh, craftspeople that you, you work with. Um let's uh, let's start off um by having you characterize um what kind of homes and when someone says to you they meet you uh and you tell them that you um are with brightwater homes
2: and they say oh what kind of homes do you build what do you say yeah i generally start with uh, a description sort of of a of a of a category of home buyer. we are most often because of the price point that we build out we're most often selling homes to people who are move up home buyer we're not necessarily a first-time home buyer although we do see some of those folks now and again many times it's families who are formed um, young couples who have kids on the way or maybe they have young children um, before their school age uh, we also see of course families with with children in elementary and middle and high school and and then we also build for a a fair amount of folks who are empty nesters where the kids have moved away from home but we generally are building homes for some version of a family um and our price range generally ranges from around half a million dollars to one and a half to two upwards of two million dollars and uh, so now you sort
1: of characterize um the the buyer and the price range the more difficult explanation i would imagine uh is to uh describe um the houses l- l- let's say we're at a cocktail party and um i seem like uh, i'm interested um um i'm thinking about building a house um how do you even begin that discussion uh or the description in this case of of what kind of homes you build um you know I, you probably there there may be 20 questions um uh about well
2: do you build classic homes do you build modern homes uh and then you say yeah well when it comes to style uh that's generally when the conversation gets fun you know we really um we pride ourselves uh, my business partner and i and the folks that make up the brightwater team we're all very passionate about design and design style and probably our predominant um Thought process, if you will, for designing homes is timeless architecture. You know, so we build Nantucket style homes, we build Americana style homes, we build classical uh, American architecture style homes, and a little bit of everything in between. Um, but that's where it really gets fun for us. We, we generally go to a particular area where we're building. Frequently, we're building small neighborhoods, anywhere from five to ten to twenty or thirty homes in a particular neighborhood and we'll find what fits the local vernacular you know so we have some neighborhoods in roswell and the americana style architecture really seems to resonate with the folks who are in that market home buyers are looking for something that has that warm traditional americana style and then as an example we spoke of uh, previously a, a neighborhood we're building in milton milton is known for its rural character and its um Its equestrian lifestyle and so we have a neighborhood there where we're building an urban farmhouse style architecture something that really relates to the folks who enjoy a little more elbow room who like that equestrian lifestyle so the style of homes we build can vary greatly uh, but the one thing that we try to do between all of those things is to keep that architecture timeless we try to draw on past architectural styles that still have value and beauty and inherent quality Today, I think a lot of people um, uh, might not understand uh, the
1: phrase uh, timeless, but uh, I think as it applies to the homes that you build, and you and I had a discussion uh, about this, uh, there just are certain elements um, uh, that are so classic that they will stand the test of time. And even when it comes to modern design, and, and, and at least currently Brightwater is not building ultra-modern homes, um, but you're emin- eminently qualified to do so, and I'll, I'll, I'll say why a little bit later. Um, well, no, I think I'll say why now. I had the pleasure of uh, visiting your your corporate headquarters, um, which is in a, a really uh, very cool uh, retail setting, and you've taken a very uh, cool um Portion of that retail setting, uh, this beautiful corner space that you adapted uh, to your own uh, functional needs uh, with a certain aesthetic that is, uh, I, I guess I could g- 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 characterize it as kind of an, a neo-urban uh, uh but at the same time there are uh classic elements right down to um what you referred to as your jewel box it's a space within the larger space uh that has these very classic there's there's a uh, pressed metal uh a, 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 an existing antique decorative uh, element to this so in that sense there's a historical antique classic uh, uh, a traditional element to this ultra or, or very very modern space. Uh, and so I said to you, do you do you um, one build uh, commercially and uh, two, I could see that wow, you guys are qualified to build very modern spaces yet your homes are what I would call more classic contemporary, in that the Nantucket homes uh, are what you might find on Nantucket. You know, like they're really beautiful, uh, uh, some gray c- uh, cedar shingle homes that are just really classy looking. And I saw, even though I did not see the development in person in, in Milton, um, uh, those farm homes are just classic, beautiful farm homes. Uh, people up there must love it. Uh, it fits right in. Um, and um, it does. Um, Uh, beg the question how did you decide early on that that's what you were going to do because a lot of builders do not build to complement a neighborhood either the immediate or extended neighborhood they sort of just build what they
2: build how did you decide you were going to complement the uh, the environment so to speak well as i mentioned earlier design is really a passion of ours and and uh, the variety that you speak of is is sort of what gets the juices flowing for us you know we we like to go into a particular area see how the land lays see what the neighboring architecture is what's the predominant style that's in the area and we want to adapt to that you know we take satisfaction in building within the environment in a way that matches what's there in a way that blends harmoniously with what is our surroundings you will certainly find builders out there who have their pre-programmed style of architecture that they find wherever they can find a piece of land to build it that's what they'll put in place but um, pride for us is really to go into an area and build what's right what's right for the um, the locale, the the area and the neighbors around, as well as what we believe the buyers are seeking in that area. And frequently they, they draw off the, the surroundings and, and, and you know what we want to fit in. How do you find um, the location for, and, and by the way, um, your projects,
1: wh- what's the range in, in numbers of homes? Because they, they could be characterized as um, small subdivisions um, and I, I know of a subdivision not too far from where I live uh, that is a nine-home uh, uh, project. Um, wh-
2: what's the range in size of the projects? So generally, we find our sweet spot is somewhere between 10 and 30 homes in a small neighborhood. It's a nice Manageable size; it's a comfortable lifestyle for most folks to be in. Sort of this small enclave of homes, so that just fits our business style um, mostly. And and so we look for parcels of land in and around the North Metropolitan area of Atlanta that can support that sort of development. And the location of of, of your uh, developments um,
1: are really, uh, you know, upscale. It has the connotation of, of to to many people of, of of being big bucks. It's not always that. That's not always the case. There's certain. There's a character to certain areas that have an upscaleness um, that uh, doesn't have to do with money. That said, um, you're building in some upscale uh, areas with, with, with a character of their own, and that's what you're complementing. Is that right?
2: Yeah, that's right. We, you know, we certainly have a few of our favorite locations that, that we enjoy building, um, not just because we know that there are people there that are looking for new homes, but it's also places we can identify with. In other words, we understand the market. We understand what the area needs or wants or what's going to fit in contextually so we seek out places that um, generally are probably considered some of the more upscale areas of atlanta and again it's not necessarily about price point but it's about how familiar we are at going in and building something that's going to be appropriate for that area
1: does that process begin um, aside from sort of the collective general knowledge of the metro area of of your team um with um, uh, driving around, or or does it start with uh, 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 maps and and looking at uh, where there are available uh, tracts of land and um, and. and And I want you to answer that question and some others, again, related to to location, because it's uh, a significant factor in in where you build homes. I want to talk about livability, for example. Um, But we're going to take a break. Uh, We're here with Shane Roach of Brightwater Homes, and we'll talk more with Shane right after this break.
3: Don't be hoodwinked by the left, who wants you to believe the fairy tale that we can power America on butterflies, rainbows, and pixie dust. I'm Marita Noon. Get the truth about energy on my show, America's Voice for Energy, only on America's web radio.
1: Watchdog is a term given an organization like the United States Justice Foundation, which since 1979 has been watching out, and when necessary, taking the appropriate action from testifying to litigating to protect our constitutional rights. USJF.
0: All of our programs are available for download on AmericasWebradio.com and on iTunes. You can listen to your favorite programs on AmericasWebradio.com anytime you like. Do your children know where their food comes from? At ConnectingFarmToFork.com, there's all kinds of ways to help your child understand how 300 million of us here in America stay nourished, clothed, and healthy. Activities, food facts, and farm visits. Help young people learn about America's hardworking farmers and have lots of fun doing it. Visit ConnectingFarmToFork.com today for a learning experience that will really grow on you. ConnectingFarmToFork.com, brought to you by the people who care at Feedstuff's Food Link. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening welcome back to the
1: business hour we're here with shane roach of brightwater homes a atlanta-based home builder that uh, builds not only quality homes but homes that i would uh, characterize as having exactly that character um homes which uh fit into uh, a given uh extended uh neighborhood and we've been talking about uh, the f- the farm style homes uh, that you are building in uh uh, Milton, a, a rural uh, town that is carefully trying to develop itself. You know, t- t- I know that they have. Um uh, city uh, design uh, ordinances, uh, you know, uh, planning and zoning, such that they preserve some of their rural character, and your homes would seem to fit right in with that. Uh, we mentioned the Nantucket style homes, which are becoming increasingly popular uh, in the metro area. There's a, a couple in in my neighborhood uh, that are very classic and very classy, uh, and um, And then there's a development not too far from me that uh, you describe as being somewhat more elegant and and, and are more urban. Um, So you're building these homes in these neighborhoods that are carefully selected, um, uh, and then the homes uh, are designed to to, to fit in very nicely. Um, And you have this concept that you call livability, um, and that those locations are highly livable um, sections Tell us a little bit about that.
2: Yeah, they are. Um, If I were to tell you more specifically about our geography in Atlanta, the places we focus our business, of course, you've seen our offices in Sandy Springs. Um, really, uh, what I feel like today is one of the central hubs of the North Metro of Atlanta, and Sandy Springs, Brookhaven, Buckhead, Roswell, East Cobb, and even up into Milton um, and and Alpharetta to some degree. These are places that have that livability. They have the supporting infrastructure that people need. You know, they have the grocery stores and the entertainment venues and the restaurants and the and the terrific schools. And so we focus on land opportunities that are within those areas because we know that those are preeminently livable areas of Atlanta. And so it really fits with what we put forth as an important part of our design philosophy, which is that livability in a home. You know, there's um, uh,
1: even in a community like Milton, which is uh, maybe 25 miles uh, from downtown, uh, 20, Miles or less um, from the uh, the perimeter uh, that uh, sort of designates in townness and a- out of townness uh, in the metro area. Um, you're close to what you get in the way of, of urban culture, you know, and the arts. And you know, and people might think, uh, "Hey, we're we're living in a rural setting to get away from all the congestion," but Almost invariably, uh, the vast majority of people on the periphery appreciate that they can derive some of the benefits of the arts and culture that come with with the urban uh, environment, and uh, so that that to me is a is a factor in the livability. Um, you know, we talked about price points, and um, I, I know on your website you post uh, um, uh, six hundred. Uh, you have some of your uh, developments where the homes begin in the uh, low six hundred thousand dollars range, some where the homes begin in the lower nine hundred thousand dollars range, and you are building homes uh, now that would be characterized as uh, one million to one and a half to two million dollars, uh, and uh, almost um, without a doubt, uh, you'll be exceeding that number because of the demand that exists in this particular marketplace. It is quite amazing to a lot of people that they should see new homes being built that start in the uh, low, you know, 2 and $3 million range, but that's the nature of this marketplace, and even small subdivisions where the homes are beginning. But, but then again, um, I... Come from a marketplace. I grew up in Los Angeles, and uh, you have currently uh, subdivisions where the homes start in the low ten millions. You know, right. <laughs> a different market, even still. Yeah, yeah. And, and so, and that's where Atlanta is headed. In some respects, I have always said Atlanta is like a a variation on Los Angeles uh, southern style, and a lot of Southerners would not want to have anything to do with that comparison. But in reality, right down to the. Uh, uh, Congestion and the sprawl—it's—it's uh, it, it's very similar, uh, and in many cases, uh, it, it's been—it's uh, evolved in a, in a in a better way. Uh, there's certainly not as much smog, but uh, but the potential is there. Um, and uh, so let's talk about uh, those price points. Are, are those? Price points, uh, particularly at the $600,000 price point, um, that would seem to me to be about the range where uh, you could have a little bit of latitude for building a custom home uh, or, or even spec homes um, that have a, a, a broad range of amenities. And these days, the range of amenities, and we're going to talk about that, is is enormous. Uh, so did, are those price points... Uh, the low end selected to accommodate a certain range of amenities, and then the next couple of general uh, price ranges uh, also to accommodate yet another level of amenities? Is that, is that?
2: Yeah, I, I would say that, you know, frequently the price point of a home is, is largely dictated by the value of the land that it's built on, of course. That's sort of where... It starts, And from there, you uh, grow into what are the features, you know, and, and to your point, the livability and the amenities of a home. So certainly at the lower end of that spectrum, which we're talking at that half million dollar range, that's going to be generally a smaller home than the home that's at a million and a half dollars. Um, it's also going to be on a on a uh on a on in a land value that's that's not quite as prime if you will as the million and a half dollar homes and above and that's just a function of the way the market works you know when you're in a limited area and high demand price points get pushed up and along with those price points of land values the expectations in a home go up as well but um, i would love to point out that Across our price point of homes, that livability factor that you and I have talked about a good bit still comes into play at all levels, right? So at a half million dollars, which is no small amount of money, livability is critical. You know, at a million dollars, livability is critical. And a million and a half and more, the same thing. You know, we still are looking at each and every home to make sure that the way it lives, that the, the way that the family comes in and out of the home, the way the family uses the home on a daily basis, we have to take those things. Into account, and good design applies to every price point.
1: Yeah, in fact, I um, I dare say, Shane, that um, I, I I have a growing sense, and because I had uh, the the um, the pleasure of of uh, walking through your your headquarters and seeing um, some of the way that you design that space, but also um, you have uh, the equivalent of uh, conference rooms that are like little think tanks, little creative. Uh, um, um, areas where uh, you're looking at what you've built currently, and you're entertaining new ideas, new direction, and and having discussions related to design, um, and um, I, I would venture to say that that if someone came to you personally uh, or the team and said, uh, "Hey, I, you know, it's not uh, an area that you will be getting into," uh, but I think you have the capability that they came to you and said, could you uh, help me get the most out of $250,000? There might not be a lot of these amenities that we're referring to, but I'll bet you it would be this nicely um, designed exterior and probably a more open uh, plan on the interior and highly livable for that amount. You know, just because... um, I I think you 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 are design problem solvers. Yes.
2: Know? Yes, absolutely. We love the puzzle. You know, we we love to take the puzzle and part of that puzzle includes what's the budget? You know, how much money do we have to spend on this structure and and so, you know, to the point, good design doesn't know a price tag. You know, good design is as important in the small houses, maybe even more important because you have less room to work with and so you have to really think closely about how each space is used um, as much or, or more so than you do in a larger home. In a larger home, you get a little more freedom to be um, really niche Uh, design spaces for particular uses where in a smaller home you have to make one space serve multiple uses so uh, that design focus that design passion um, absolutely stretches across the board and across those price points Um, but to your point often you find that uh, your design chops really get tested the most when you're uh, when you're working with the smallest budget in the smallest area and and in
1: fact i i I have the
2: sense that uh, design
1: sense of design is at the core of, of brightwater homes that that uh, uh, certainly the execution of those designs is the other half of the formula but but that you pride yourselves uh, on being uh, not just architects um, but designers you know the design 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 of, of um, exteriors interiors
2: the landscaping of the entire project is at your core would that be yeah absolutely absolutely i I think you would see it uh, throughout our website of course as we've talked about but i but i also think you would hear it throughout our team you know as you meet each and every person that's involved with our business um everybody understands that that good design is is a critical part of what we do every day you and i've talked also about execution and there's no doubt that good design is nothing without good execution and so it takes both halves of the business um but yes it it doesn't take long i i hope for most people when they come and meet us up close to understand that that design and execution are are absolutely two of our most important goals in everything we do well we're going to be taking a break here in a bit, but when we come back, one of the things I want you to share with us is
1: um, within any given um, uh, development project. Um, let's say that the price point is uh, six hundred thousand dollars, and I'm wondering whether or not uh, you have seven hundred thousand dollars and eight hundred thousand uh, dollars in that same development, uh, or maybe plus. Um, but what do you get? What what what? What range of design elements, exterior-wise, interior-wise, um, and uh, amenity-wise um, make the difference? Uh, because I think a lot of people wonder, you know, like, well, what do I get for another $100,000? We're here with Shane Roach of Brightwater Homes, and we're talking about the very high-quality homes, uh, carefully designed, carefully executed homes of Brightwater, and we'll be back with Shane right after this break.
0: In 2009, the membership organization Docs for Patient Care was founded. People all around the country wanted to participate in the efforts of this group, and they wanted to join, but they were unable to do so unless they were physicians. It's for this reason that the Docs for Patient Care Foundation was created. Now everyone can join the fight and become a member of an organization created by doctors four patients dedicated to fighting for your health care freedom and preserving the doctor-patient relationship. While you're at your computer, please go to www.docs4patientcarefoundation.org that's www.docs the number four patientcarefoundation.org
1: and make a tax deductible donation and join the fight along with us. Thank you.
0: This is Michael Gannot with the Middle East Research Center Limited, bringing you insight to Israel, the truth about the greatness of the Jewish state and its struggle for sovereignty and security every Sunday at 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time.
1: Whether cruising the Strip in a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and
0: Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on americaswebradio.com.
3: This is Dr. George from Peachtree Ear, Nose, and Throat Center. We've won patient care awards and have the highest patient recommendations because I believe in practicing medicine the old-fashioned way. Practicing good medicine is based in listening to the patient and making a care plan that's individualized. The best medical care is given when there is a strong doctor-patient relationship Built on mutual trust and respect. At Peachtree ENT Center, we believe in taking care of the whole patient because healing is more than writing a prescription. Whether you have problems hearing or your child has frequent throat infections, from the time you call our office and speak to a real person, you will be treated as an individual, not an ailment. During your visit, you will not be rushed, and all of your questions will be answered. And when possible, I will recommend natural treatments to fix the problem. If surgery is recommended, cost-effective, minimally invasive treatment for snoring, sleep apnea, or sinus problems will be offered because Peachtree ENT Center is where patient care counts. If you'd like to make an appointment, call 404-591-9100 or reach us on the web at www.peachtreeentcenter.com.
0: You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. Welcome
1: back to the Business Hour. I'm Ron Camacho, your host, and we've been with Shane Roach of Brightwater Homes. We've been talking about the range of homes that Brightwater builds, the the quality, the style. Um, We've been talking about the the locations uh, that they carefully select so that they can build homes which complement the immediate uh, environment, the immediate neighborhood, um, and yet they have architectural styles that are differentiated uh, from development to development. And before the break, um, I I, I said to Shane that um, I wanted to talk about uh, what you get in a home, uh, for example, in a subdivision where you, uh, the price point begins in the lower $600,000 and let's say it goes up to, um, essentially could go up to a million these days, you know, in a house that sort of at a glance um, looks like a uh, $600,000 house. And I'll, I'll never forget when I had a friend uh, who um, uh, was building homes and um, wanted me to stop by a home over on Valley Drive off of Hammersham, mm-hmm. and you know, in the glance, it, it it sort of looked like a one to two million dollar house, and it wasn't until you looked really close that you realized it was like a three to four million dollar house, right? You know, because the the difference was in the details, you know, the the the. Um, the nature of the crown molding inside the children's closets you know yes yes exactly (laughs) there's a number of things you can spend your money on in all kinds of places the combination of woods uh, that were being used uh, uh, in the floor and 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 the uh, spiral staircase in that case and in the library you know just those little Elements and you know, and to some extent, uh, that's that's true for for what you build as well. uh, You you know, the quality of the materials, Um, and um, even before I ask you uh, or we talk about you know how that discussion begins with somebody who's uh, wants to have a hand in the design of their house, um, give us a general idea of when you. you have a buyer that's thinking uh, they might want to buy a six hundred thousand dollar house but they're able to afford a an eight hundred thousand dollar house or even a nine hundred thousand dollar house, but they're just not sure what they get you know with uh, each additional ten twenty thirty forty or one hundred thousand dollars you know what what what's the difference these days
2: well you know I think um new cars to some degree are sort of a good analogy you know where you can go and you can get the base model which today i think at least from my perspective nearly all the cars that are on the road today are being sold today are terrific you know the fuel efficiency is a focus for all all automakers and 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 cars are safer than they've ever been and 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 in the same way houses are terrifically built today you know the the, the codes they're required the 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 craftsmen and the skilled trades people and the materials that are available today make all of the homes, even at their most basic level, really terrific. Um, but certainly, as you get into a place where perhaps we have a neighborhood that's largely selling in the six hundred thousands, but someone comes in and wants to spend some more money, uh, you mentioned it earlier that it, it's in the details, you know. So you can you can take that home and you can go exponentially from there. And frequently, it's done in materials. So it's a more unique or a more rare or expensive um hardwood material for your floors there's anything from something that's very economically harvested today to some of those more rare materials and people who have a taste for that um can find ways to do those things in their homes. so beautiful hardwood materials incredible custom trim profiles and and perhaps it's uh uh, a really terrific appliance that you have that you've always wanted, or filling your home with um, smart home technology is becoming a really uh, a growing segment of the business today. So from from countertop materials to natural stones to marbles to quartzes to to any sort of material, if if there's a if there's a really terrific version of it, there's also an extremely exclusive, expensive version of it out there. From light fixtures to to light switches to door handles and everything in between, um, folks who have a taste for some of the finer things, if you will, um, all of those things are available in the construction of a home today.
1: And, and generally, the, um, the quality of those materials that we're talking about and that, the range of those amenities, uh, be it uh, fixtures um, or uh, appliances Um, are interior elements uh, and not so much exterior elements because um, when it comes to some of your subdivisions um, there uh, is a a, not a uniform but a similarity in the look so that size might dictate uh, a price point Um, but it's in the interiors you could have a smaller house that's jam-packed with the elements that you just talked about uh, uh, rare woods, um, uh, quartz and, 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 you know, polished granite and, uh, um, beautiful lighting fixtures and then a, an entire complement of, uh, high end appliances. That's where, where all of a sudden, um, the smaller house could actually be more expensive than the bigger house, right?
2: Yeah, that's right. That's right. There certainly are, some exterior materials that can be more expensive to build with than others of course a, a home that's done with cedar shake siding um, can be beautiful and timeless and, and wonderful at any price point but if you go to a home that's all masonry be it stone or, or brick those are more expensive more costly materials to build with so there's some of that that can be done on the exterior of a home but certainly um, there's a limit to the amount that you might spend on the exterior of a home at interior there's also a sort of a theoretical limit out there but but uh it's a pretty widely varied spectrum with which people can choose to finish Slate home.
1: and copper uh, trims can add up as well that's right uh, that's um, right um let's um tell me a little bit about uh your design team um you know you uh, we, we, we touched on design being a really, really critical aspect, and I suspect that uh, everyone uh, has this a uh, design sense. And a, and, a, and a Brightwater home's design sensibility. I mean, I, 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 I don't know that you talk about the Brightwater uh, design sensibility or the Brightwater way, but I bet it's there. <laughs> yeah, you bet. And uh and and I bet it's down at the lowest common denominator. Um tell me about some of your uh, your, your 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 key staff members. And and let's start with your uh your, your partner, uh, we want to give a tip of the hat to, uh, to, to to Charlie Boswick. Yeah,
2: you bet. My, my business partner, Charlie Boswick, is uh, is is absolutely where a lot of this begins. Uh, Charlie is a Georgia Tech architecture grad, uh, an Atlanta native, born and raised here in Atlanta. And his passion for architecture is unmistakable. Um, I have a design background, and, and he and I together have really enjoyed taking our personal style approach um, and building this team of people who also appreciate that same level of design sense and 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 all of us get up every day um with that livability that design sense and that level of execution in mind it's part of what makes brightwater really terrific but beyond Charlie and I we also have two registered architects on staff and if you were to compare that to a large scale production builder here in Atlanta, that's probably as many as a company who is building four and five hundred homes a year, so it's just a another Uh, validation for how much emphasis we put on good quality design but Sam Boyd and Kim DeMars both registered architects on staff with us today a part of the Brightwater team and we are on a daily and even hourly basis sometimes discussing home plans and home styles and exterior architecture and how a neighborhood fits together and how each home relates to one another and it really permeates everything we do every day. The, um, the, the, the notion of
1: design, uh, and a lot of people um, tend to think of uh, architecture as architecture and uh, mechanical engineering as mechanical engineering. And if you have, even though you might have designers that are mechanical engineers, they're mechanical engineers. Uh, In reality, um, a a number of uh, of, uh, schools around the country have schools of design, and within those schools of design, uh, you could be a a graphic designer, you could be a digital designer, you could be an architectural uh, designer, you could be um, a designer, uh, you know, that has crossed over a bunch of multiple disciplines. Um, Where do you fit in that spectrum?
2: um i would tell you I, my my schooling background is in architectural design it was an architecture degree per se but uh i had come from a family of um People who build things, for lack of a better word. My grandfather was a carpenter, and, and my father has a, a, an HVAC contracting business in Kansas City, Missouri. And so I grew up in and around the ability to create, the ability to build things with materials. And, and, and so it's sort of an, an innate Passion for me and something that I've always enjoyed. And, uh, and, and I think the group of people that we have together today all share some sort of that innate sort of experience. You know, they, Many of us come from the home building business, of course, as we found each other, and and uh, you know just that experience of of living in our own homes and building homes for other people and interacting with with how each family as we see them move into a home and understand how they live in that home, it all comes back and becomes a part of what we do at Brightwater on a daily basis, and, and becomes an important part of how we go in creating a home so of course there's a bunch of architects out there there's a bunch of designers out there to your point Um, we like to pride ourselves in the fact that we're really placing ourselves in the shoes of our home buyers every day and that's what drives our uh, design instincts if you will well, it, you know, we said in the promo we make a
1: reference to um, home building being a cross between an art and a science, and, and it absolutely is. I mean, arch- architecture is is a discipline that, uh, at one end, is skewed toward um, engineering. I mean, you, you know, you, you it's one thing to, like, draw a nice um, a design, but another to execute it. It requires actual nuts and bolts and, and engineering. Um So there is science involved uh, in in home building, Um, but um, there are homes that are built. Uh, I have seen some notable examples uh, in in my very neighborhood where there was probably more emphasis on the science than on the design. (laughs) (laughs) And, And as you say it you know good design does not always have to cost more that's right you know it's it's just inherently good design and so i see some extremely functional uh, uh, uh homes that have uh just recently been built, and others which have a certain aesthetic, um, and uh, have achieved a better balance between art and science, and I think that uh, I have the sense that that Brightwater uh, has a a great balance between uh, the art and science of of home building, Um, and um, I I want to, we're going to be taking another break when we come back, though, I think that all really good home builders, um, and this is true for, uh, commercial, uh, construction companies and architectural engineers, uh, that oversee, uh, the building of structures. Uh, you, you all work with an army of craftspeople. It's that ability to be good project managers and to orchestrate that army of craftspeople. Um, I saw a few of, uh, those guys and you're very shop because you're redoing your showroom area, uh, in your, uh, um, in your headquarters um, but uh, it's finding the quality people engaging them, managing them and orchestrating it uh, so that uh, a home gets built according to the uh, architectural plan um, more or less on time and more or less on budget Um, we're here with Shane Roach of Brightwater Homes, we'll be back with Shane to talk about Brightwater Homes and um, architectural design and home building right after this break Don't be hoodwinked
3: by the left who wants you to believe the fairy tale that we can power America on butterflies, rainbows, and pixie dust. I'm Marita Noon. Get the truth about energy on my show, America's Voice for Energy, only on America's web radio.
0: Hello, I'm Dr. Mike Karuchak. Have you ever wondered what doctors talk about amongst themselves? If you do, join us on The Doctor's Lounge and hear The Doctor's Conversations amongst themselves. Join me and my co-host, Dr. Hal Schertz, every Thursday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. Did you miss a show that you really wanted to hear? All of our programs are available for download on AmericasWebRadio.com and on iTunes. You can listen to your favorite programs on AmericasWebRadio.com anytime you like. Hello, I'm Ray Bowman, and I'm really looking forward to our new show, Food and Farm, brought to you every Friday at noon on America's Web Radio by feedstuffsfoodlank.com. This is
3: America's americaswebradio.com, the best in chat radio designed just for you.
1: Welcome back to the Business Hour. We've been talking with Shane Roach of Brightwater Homes, and we've been talking about the kinds of homes that they uh, design and build, which, uh, if you want to learn a, a little bit more, you can go to www.brightwaterhomes.com and you'll get a really good sense of the kinds of homes. Um, they're, they're, um, probably about to revamp that uh, website to include some of the, the new, um, higher end of a million dollar plus, uh, homes that you're, you're, you're building. Um, but at a glance, you'll look at some of the homes that they characterize as in the $600,000 plus range. In the nine hundred thousand dollar plus range, and you can see one to two million dollar homes within the look of those homes. They, they just look um, like um, you know high quality homes, um, and and so before the break, we I, I mentioned the army of craftspeople. I mean, you know, at the top of the program, we talked about uh, you, you mentioned that there are standards such that. Um Basically, m- most homes are, are, are pretty good homes, sort of in the same way to use that analogy of, of automobiles, you know uh, in, in, in most countries, from Korea to Germany to the US, the standards for building cars are such that you're going to get a pretty safe car, a pretty reasonably uh, uh, good mileage. Um, uh, low maintenance uh, uh, automobile, even at the low end of the spectrum, and then you start adding the amenities and 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 maybe the size and some performance characteristics, um, so that there are are standards for building homes uh, in, in the U.S. In particular, we probably have some of the most stringent standards in the world. Um, and then you have um, skilled uh, craftspeople who also you know uh, certified plumbers, certified electricians, uh, you know architects with uh, you know degrees in, in, in architecture um, and uh, it is when we talk about uh, an art and a science, it's sort of the science of project management um, and the art of project management that that brings together those people. Um, starting with, um, you know, grading the land, you know, maybe surveyors. You know, I mean, there are people at the earliest stages uh, and then a schedule. uh, And, you know, we all take it for granted because we just see houses that are, you know, a a lot uh, starts off um uh, a home is uh, demolished, and then the the stages to building a new home are built if in fact there was a home that was uh, demolished because on some of those sites um like in milton I, I would imagine you're building uh in 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 pastures or you know uh and uh and you're not having to demolish a home but tell us about that uh that th- what i 'm referring to is the art and science of project management related to the army of uh, craftspeople that, that you engage, that every home builder has to uh, orchestrate?
2: Sure. Well, you know, good business for anyone, I think, lies in the execution of what you do. And that is a critical part of how we succeed as Brightwater Homes. Um, we have a tremendously talented team of what we refer to as builders but to your point earlier they really are project managers you know the the art and the science of home building today is the ability to communicate your plan to the 60 or 70 or 80 different individualized specialized skilled crafts trade people out there today. So those are just unique disciplines. That's 60 to 80 disciplines. And then you take each of those teams, which it could be a team of one or a team of 10 people to get any given point constructing a house.
1: So that there really could be uh, at least a couple hundred people. Touching, you know, a structure.
2: Every house absolutely has hundreds of people involved in the construction of the home. And so there are a number of things that come from that. One is that each and every one is unique. You know, they're not rolled off an assembly line. They're built on site. So you have to bring the labor. You have to bring those skilled craftspeople to that home site and that that person on the ground that builder that team of builders that we have they are the ones responsible for managing that network and that activity and that scheduling of materials and deliveries and timing and the execution of each and every one of those skilled craftspeople so while our builders of course can't be a licensed plumber and a licensed electrician and a licensed framer and all of those things in between, they understand the business of each of those people and they understand the impact that each of those people have on the people to come before or after them in the construction of each and every home that we build. And so um, our builders, they have a monumental task in not only Organizing and collaborating all of those folks on site at different points along the way. But they also are responsible for holding those folks accountable to delivering the things that we need them to deliver to make the next trade successful and ultimately the whole home project be successful. So it absolutely today, it is a project management business. We all understand how the homes are built. Um, and you can certainly find all of us have a whole bunch of tools in the closet or in the back of our trucks or in the basements of our homes, Um, but we're really not using those on a day-to-day basis. Instead, we're using our plans, and we're using our ability to communicate, and we're using our ability to schedule, and we're using our ability to see what's coming, to know where the trouble points might be, to know where the opportunity is, and to make sure that each person who shows up on that site, they, they don't always undersee or get to see the whole picture, but we know that their role is extremely important and we know how they're going to impact someone else. And so w- our role is to make sure that they are executing in such a way that it makes all of the other folks involved successful. It's, it's a
1: team of orchestrators, and I have thrown that term around, uh, orchestration, uh, in the course of the program, but I mean, if you stop to think about it, you know, uh, some of the, 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 the best conductors in the world. Uh, in many cases, uh, some of them r- write music, um, can certainly do arrangements, uh, maybe have played uh, the violin or piano, but not necessarily the violin, the piano, the trumpet, and um, the oboe. You know, That's I mean, right. you, you can't do, uh, perform all the functions, and even if you could perform. Some of all the functions, you couldn't do it to the level that the craftspeople do that we're talking about. And so it's, it's the ability to oversee what they do and, 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 and bring them all together to, 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 to create an end product. Um, uh, finance is like also a part of this science, you know, uh, that we're talking about. Maybe a little skewed toward, uh, science than actual art, but there's a certain art, to... Uh, Quality finance, you know, so um, you probably have uh, people who are numbers crunchers. You know, I mean, this whole thing, you know, the the, the quality of all those um, uh, elements we talked about earlier. You know, the uh, the quartz, the uh, um, the the quality of the wood, uh, the, the, the 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 windows and doors these days, you know, can range uh, greatly. Uh, so there must be numbers crunchers to ensure that. You know, all that stuff adds up to what it's supposed to.
2: Yeah, that's absolutely right. We have an un- critically uh, important business team that helps support the design and the execution side of our business, and and as we mentioned, the number of skilled craftspeople of variety that's involved in each and every home, each and every one of those folks um, has a business to run themselves, and we have to interact with their with their business side of things, and so the sheer number of invoices and orders being placed and, and, and dollars that are counted um, are critical to the success of our business. and, and you know We've talked about homes ranging from a half a million to one and a half to two million dollars. That's an incredible amount of money that moves in and out of our business on a daily basis uh, to take these pieces of property, uh, invest in them, improve them build homes on them that we anticipate the market will accept and so it's a it's a science in tracking and being efficient and making sure that we're counting every dollar and every month, penny that's spent but the art side of it is is to look at that that opportunity and know how we can invest our money the most wisely, and our time and our talent to provide a product that a home buyer can can appreciate, and that's going to provide a profitable return for us. And, and you
1: know, in terms of uh, approaching this as something uh, from which you want to get a good return on your investment, I would suggest to anybody who happens to be listening um, that is thinking about uh, uh, buying a, a new home and buying a spec home or having a custom home built. Um, A really great place to start is go to that website. I don't want to sound like an infomercial or a commercial, but I do suggest that if you're anywhere in the neighborhood of City Walk Sandy Springs, uh, in Sandy Springs, that you stop in at the headquarters for Brightwater Homes. I'm certain you'll be welcomed. And um, even if you're at the very early stages, it's not going to be years before you begin um, the actual process of buying or building um, you 'll get some ideas you, you, your your shop is set up um, to have those discussions with um, homeowners and even though you 're not going to engage in in a, a, a lengthy discussion with someone who 's in the early stages, um, I dare say you might give uh, someone a fifty cent tour and that process alone will get them thinking about what they should be thinking about relative to uh, to having a, a home built or relative to buying a home, I mean it's 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 a creative um, uh, factory of sorts, and uh, it's a beautiful space. Uh, you guys did a wonderful job uh, with your office, uh, and you and you won awards for it too, did you?
2: We did, we did, and, and thank you and appreciate that. We we uh, we take a lot of pride in our space. It, it is. Uh, I'm glad to hear you say the word creative because that's really what we hope to, uh, impart when people see our space for them to understand just how creative our team is. And, and, and to the point you made earlier, it's a, I would call it an urban loft style space, yet we're building this timeless classic architecture around the city. Um, and so while there might be a juxtaposition there, I think it just gives a broader sense of how we can apply that design and that creativity and that passion to any number of styles and so um when folks come to see our space they really start to get an understanding of who we are and how we think and how we can help them build that picture that image that they have in their mind because everybody comes to us with a dream you know and and, and it's our ability to interpret that dream and then execute it for them
1: you're, you're engaging people to um uh uh help you help them that's right and and i, I do see creativity uh, at your core shane i want to thank you very much for taking the time to be my guest today
2: i appreciate it very much thanks for having me we've
1: been with shane roach of brightwater homes i'm ron camacho your host we're on here at america's web radio the business hour from 10 to 11 a.m on fridays
0: have a great weekend we'll see you on the radio next week you're listening to
3: americaswebradio.com the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening.